This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mug Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mug Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mug Delivery. So the only thing left to say is you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And welcome to everyone uh, that's joining us. We've already got um, almost 30 people watching the stream. We've got uh, Merv, Nick and Sam backstage currently in the green room. We're hopefully going to be joined by B. Um, those of you hoping to see Amy um, or listen to Amy, she's got a bit of uh, sinus problems at the moment. Uh, so she's not sure if she can make it. She might jump on for five minutes. Uh, she's with her mom and dad. And I just want to say a big welcome to everyone that's already leaving messages in the chat. Uh, we will try and get some of your comments up there. Me and Manny are going to try and work through some of the latest developments at Wolves. Obviously, we're going to touch on the transfers. We'll touch on the kit, won't we, Manny? But yeah, uh, yeah. the breaking news today was whilst we're going live awesome. tonight, because we've had a load of uh, requests and stuff on Twitter, Instagram, and Manny, you've been monitoring the Facebook pages today. Is about the announcement today about the new, well, membership plus Manny. Do you want to just go into a little bit more about that? And uh, for those that are not sure or watching this back, uh, just tell them what's happened today. Yeah, good evening, everybody. Yeah, I think it came as a, um, uh, well, let's be a, a shock and a surprise. I'm not a member, and I know Dave isn't. But I used to be a member, so I do know how it how it works. And accruing points and building your totals up is like a key aspect of membership. So you can get into a position, maybe one day you can get a season ticket or you can go to matches that you can't get to. So they dropped an email to random, well, not random, but high-earning points members um, to say that they were scrapping the loyalty point scheme for members and then they were offering members a chance to buy a membership plus, uh, My Wolves Plus, for an extra £20 when they've already paid for their membership. And um, uh, that would prior prioritise them to purchase tickets for six of the 19 fixtures. Now, if you've, um, uh, you know, accrued 400 points, you're going to attend all those fixtures anyway, because you've earned that right to do so now that was going to be wiped away from you and potentially you were going to be in a free-for-all in 13 it's 13 matches or four it's 14 of the matches 
13 matches, that's right, 13 of the matches in a free-for-all with everybody else unless you paid up 20 quid. You know, so I think it was just something out of the blue. They've said they've um, listened to the wider fan base, but the thing is, because it's come out of the blue, it's obvious that no fans know where this information has come from or where the consultation happened. So uh, it's a poor move, I think. You know, you have to respect that there are new fans who want to get tickets and maybe you could have had a, a ballot for 500 tickets maybe or something where you can, you know, have a ballot of people who can't get tickets. But honour the loyalty of the loyal fans just because somebody hasn't got a season ticket, just because somebody hasn't got an away season ticket, it doesn't make them any less of a fan. And those people have earned the right. They've been to away days. They've been to cup matches. They've been to, you know, some of the more unglamorous matches. And now they're going to be classed as the same as my mate down the road who wants to buy a membership because he wants to go and watch Man United at home next next year. You know, so the, 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 the whole, uh, the email, the way it was done, the communication... Very poor. I think it's, you know, I'm usually quite mild-mannered. I'm quite, you know, balanced and I can see both sides. But I have to say... Well, there, we have to we have to put the both sides because, you know... Yeah. The, and Manny, I know that we've seen the... There's a lot of anger. And to be honest, we've got uh, Merv, we've got Paul from Somerset, we've got V, uh, and, of course, we've got, we've got Sam Payne. And I would say that Merv, Paul... Uh, v and Nick, who's uh, backstage, I think they're all quite mild-mannered fans. They're not fans yeah. that rant and get you know, uh, you know, go and rant. They're always really positive, uh, very loyal fans. But the the, the walls will argue, um, and their argument on guests will be that. And there are some fans of saying, although we've not got those on the uh, the chat tonight, I don't think, but you're welcome to come on. They would say that there are certain members that get all the tickets and some other members don't ever get a chance. And that's uh, maybe the, one of the arguments. But there is an argument as well that they have, if they were going to do something like this, it should all have been announced at the same time because people have bought their memberships in good faith. And then out of the blue, this emails, it's been spun as a benefit, but it's all about the extra £20, I'm guessing, on the finances. And shall we get our first one on? I'm going to get Merv, I'm just going to get uh, Paul Somerset Wolf on first, if that's okay, mate, because he's literally from work in Somerset, five minutes. And let's get him on before he goes. So we're going to bring on Paul. Uh, Paul, you often see him on Twitter. Lovely bloke. Paul, welcome to the uh, to the show tonight with Hi, me and Manny. I know you're at work and you've only got a short a period of time. Um, you're a member, are you not? Yes. Um, let's give me and Manny your thoughts uh, on how you're feeling today from that statement that's come out from Wolves. And, you, and tell me about the email that you've received. Hi, uh, Manny. You're all right. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, I just got it on the. It just came up today on the news saying that um, we. You know, I bought my membership about six weeks ago, like I do every year, and it's come up to say that they've all been. Um, um, we're saying, we're just ditched it now. The loyalty points. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't understand why. You know, so I'm not going to get a chance now to get to Molyneux because um, it's just going to be hard. Everyone would be on the computer, but booking up tickets 
and it's hard enough to get them as it is because we've got a small ground. You know, um, I just don't understand it really. I, I think Paul just is, said one thing. It's all in the just... loyalty, isn't it? Yeah, Paul, you just said that it's a small ground. Now, this is the issue for me. You know, if we had a 60,000-seater stadium, oh, then yeah. giving 4,000 tickets away or 5,000 tickets away on a first-come, first-serve, yeah. nobody's going to have a problem. When you've only got 27,000 tickets to give away and 23,000 yeah. season ticket holders, you can't give that much of a proportion away. You've got to give a pot of 500, maybe 600, which is yeah. more equal, and then that pot goes to first come first serve the rest but you paul you shouldn't lose 400 odd points that you've earned in good faith yeah i know it's ridiculous uh i just um i don't know what to think really it's just uh i don't know if, when daryl wimple went i think he he was a connection between the fans and uh the club and um, I just think it's gone down since then. It's gone. There's, there's something going on in there. Uh, You're not the only in, person that's ever said that. It's, it's all about money. And of course, Wolves now in the Premiership, they're going to, we're going to want the best players and spend the spend what we can on players, and we're going to suffer for it, I suppose. Paul, I mean, question for you as a as a, a membership with points that you've had this email. Will you be paying the extra twenty pounds? We got how long we got? We only got a little while to pay. Thirtieth of we? July. We got ten yeah. days. I think. Yeah, I will do if if I have to. I have to. You were almost forced into a corner. Let's be honest. It's saying that would it guarantee you're be... me. Yeah. Would it guarantee me any more? So it gives me six games yeah. per season to get a chance to go and see. Yeah. Is, it fair to say is it fair to say you're upset, Paul? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm shocked, yeah. It's um, like anyone, I suppose. It's not just me. It's not fair, you know. It's, um, I know a lot of people haven't seen the club before and um, they miss out. But that's what the loyalty is all about. You get your, you get your membership, you get your 100 points and you build on that. And then last... Uh, well, before lockdown come, I saw 10 games that season and it all stopped. And um, I don't know. Well, there's, um, um, there's uh, Carl said, as they've gone against what they said, the fans of people mentioned this to the supporters' trust group about this. Well, we've got Sam Payne, who's, a, who's the chairman of the new supporters' trust, and we'll be asking him that question uh, when he comes on the show a little bit later. Um, and Paul, you know, how, how do you feel about it, Dave? Pardon? I know, I know you're a season ticket holder and that, but how do you feel about it? Well, I have to kind of try and be a little impartial. Um, but obviously, I don't like seeing, like anyone, don't like seeing fans upset. I'm a bit like Manny, um, very, always try to be really, really positive uh, yeah. about everything. And I was a bit surprised. I mean, I work in sort of marketing and sales myself. And I yeah. just think it's a bit of a mark, a bit of an own goal. But the fact that there's still stuff apparently on the website about the uh, the loyalty points. Now let's be clear that Wolves have said that the loyalty points will still be attributed to away matches, but and then cup games. the and cup games, but then to mm. uh, 
come out with this extra charge. I, I, you know, I know they want to raise funds and stuff like that. It's it's tough because I, I, how much is how much is a standard membership? Thirty five quid for an adult. And now it's raised to 55. So you're basically 55 quid. And 55 quid, Dave, let's be honest, for a hat and some socks. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, can, I can see both sides of the argument in some ways because I can understand that there are some members out there that probably feel frustrated that they can't get tickets and there are other members that have been very loyal and going when they can. Uh, who can't get a season ticket. I mean, let's face it, there's a lot of members and there's over a 10,000 waiting list, I think, to get a season ticket. So it's the only way they can get to games to see to see Wolves. Um, and well, I'm on the way maybe they should have maybe it should have been done in a, di in a in a different way whether there was a thousand tickets that were available for the free for all and then there was 2000 split for yeah. everyone else. Uh, I think that might have been more They needed a split. That's my that's my argument, Dave. They needed yeah. a split. And this is everything. All the members in one pot. If you've got 400 points, if you've got zero points, for 13 of the games, they're putting you in the same pot. That's yeah. my argument. Put put those in a pot of 1,000 or I, I reckon 500 to 1,000 where you it's first come, first served if you've never been before. And the rest of you, you know, just... Um, base it on your loyalty points yeah you know, we've got a small stadium it's not our fault we haven't got a small stadium but they they know demand is there they know the, the stadium is small so they can make these decisions because they know people will pay and come so you know um chris makes the point as well the thing is you can only get away tickets as a member as well no, i think um there's some, I mean, there's uh, Ian Darby said if it was a 55 pound and they'd known that at the start, they would probably would have paid it. I think it's the, the way it's come across, um, yeah. that's upset people and the way it's been communicated, which you know, wolves have been fairly decent, but there has been things like there was things communicated with the ticketing for the uh, the Man United game before you know, in the October, and then it was kind of different when it came out with the the way it was done, and I was frustrated with that. And I just None think of this was Manchester, you know, we, we saw the Ask Wolves videos, um, you know, and we didn't really have an inkling from that either. Um, they talked about ticketing and the ticketing, the guy behind the ticketing, Vinnie Clark, was there and there was nothing really mentioned that they were going to look at revamping the membership system. To have it out the blue is not how you treat your loyal fans. You, ha you have a word with them, you send Paul a message and saying, Paul, thank you for you know contributing and we're thinking of changing the system this these are our thoughts and this is what we want to bring in you as a loyal fan who's got 400 odd points we want to bring you into this conversation please tell us your thoughts and get the opinion of the fans and then some fans might have said yes we probably do need to allow a proportion of the tickets to people who can't get them due to various reasons but not all of them not all of them not people like Paul. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, that's very well said. Well, I, I'm hoping mm. as well, Paul. Thank you very much for coming on. And we're hoping, obviously, that the Paul, that you know, the um, I believe that there are good people down at Wolves, and they will look at this and listen. And you know, well, let's hope that there would be a review because of the fan backlash. Because if they are listening to the fans on this, then maybe there's a halfway house that can be reached. Mm. But Paul, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Uh, to make your point and um, let's hope that they do look at a review 
for fans like you. And even if it's like a compromise, you'd be happy with that. Getting it. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Thanks, Manny. No problem, Paul. Enjoy your evening. You do great work for dementia, by the way. <laughs> Thank you very much. You do, actually. I just watch you contribute. <laughs> Take care, Paul. Thank, Thank you, you very Take much. Care, Take care, Paul. Cheers. Bye-bye. Lovely guy. That, yeah, he is a lovely bloke. I had the chance to meet him when we went to Wembley. I uh, spent a bit of time with him uh, before Bill died, and it was a lovely day. And, uh, he's, you know, he's always been a big supporter of the channel, and he's a very quiet man. So for him to come on today... Yeah, Clayton Merricks has just said football is nothing without fans, and that's the type of fan, you know, a guy who, for his own reasons, can't get a season ticket would love one, so he then goes to the next best system, a membership system, and then it's it's not easy to build up 400-odd points, and he did that, and then he gets an email to say they're going to be wiped away. That's not how you talk to your real fans, I don't think. No, absolutely. Well, let's get Merv on next, because he's uh, making his debut, and I know he's nervous about coming on things, but this is Merv is quite, again, um, a, lovely, a lovely man, big supporter, and... He's not one that shouts, but he's here to have his say. So, uh, Merv, welcome to the uh, welcome to the show, and glad for for joining uh, myself and Manny tonight. How are you feeling? Hi, Dave. Manny, how are you doing, mate? Yeah. Can you hear me all right? Yes, we yeah, can we hear you loud and clear. Oh, I like your I like your background. You got a bit of everything there. <laughs> and the garden. I mean the shed. <laughs> In the shed. Go on, then. Yeah, well, it's just a kick in the teeth, the email I've had today, really. It, you know, last year, through the whole pandemic, we were told, pay for your membership, you will honour the points, and and they're not, are they? That's that's just gone out the window today. So we paid last year with no chance of getting to a game, and we knew that, but still paid for me and my lad, and, you know, it's all for nothing. They, they have said, um, obviously, I've had my own sort of chats and I've tried to find out things. They have said the points are going to remain in the background and they will be used. So if we get to a cup final or a cup semi-final, it won't be a free-for-all. They'll still look at your points. It's just for the home games. And I sort of can see a little bit where they're coming from, but it's just that they've done it to everybody across the board. People like Merv, again, I, Merv, you probably mm. have, you know, been quite loyal and tried to get yeah, where you can. got 400 points from last year so there is another one 400 points is not easy to collect no it's, it's every rob cup game every you know coca-cola cup with the under 23s well, well let's be honest let's just uh, you get 100 points for your membership don't you 100 ticket holder gets a thousand so as an away fan i've got 1260 so in effect merv you've accrued more points than me because you've accrued another 300 on top. I've only accrued another 260 on top. So that, that, this is what we're talking about. You know, just because he's a member, he shouldn't be punished. Yeah, no, and you pay your membership to stay on the season ticket waiting list. And there's no hope of getting a season ticket this side of the, the next 10 years. So I don't know why. How many of you, how many of you, you guys have got uh, memberships in your household, Merv? Um, there's me, me, and my lad, and then my, my brother who comes to the games with us. So there's, there's, there's three, three of us who travel, travel together, yeah. Yeah, there's three of you with the members. And now does your lad, I mean, I know your lad's not on, but how's your, you told your lad the news. I, you, mentioned, you messaged me earlier. How's he taking it? Yeah, just, just disappointed. We don't know when we can get next. 
to the next game. So it was hard enough getting tickets with the old system, even with lots of points. So it's going to be nightmare. Don't you think, Dave? I don't know if anybody knows how many members Wolves have got. I think they've got a lot of members. According um, to Chris Humphreys, who's on yeah. here now in the chat, he said they've offered it to three and a half thousand members. Apparently. So that means they're the high earners. They are. They're the high earners. So probably they've got what ten thousand members because membership, obviously, you know, you can buy a membership if they're unlimited, aren't they? Yeah, three and a half, Simon Archer is saying three and a half thousand. They claimed in the oh, email. Well, we don't yeah. know. Again, the no consultations happened. Are there any fans? I would like to know, are there any fans who fed back to the club in consultation and said, oh, I'm not happy, please can you bring out a new system because we don't get tickets because that's probably where it started from, surely. It well, can't just be off their own back. Sam Payne's just messaged us in the private chat group because he's backstage. Yeah. He's basically said there are over 12,000 me members and yeah, V, okay. who's going to be coming on and giving us some interesting news a little bit later in the show, said the waiting list has over 10,000. Based on that alone, it would be a minimum of 10,000 members. So 12,000 members. So yeah. three and a half is probably right as a higher. Yeah. There's 4,000 tickets each match up for grabs, something like well, that. If you take 3,000 out for the away fans, take them out straight away and the segregation and stuff that happens, and you take the 23,500 out for your season ticket holders, what you got? Three, three, four thousand, three thousand, four thousand. Merv, if you were um, to get some sort of like the, the club are listening to what you people like you are saying, what would the, be the ideal solution for you? Trying to weigh up both sides of the argument to allow other members, because there are so many, the chance to get to games, but also uh, valuing the fact that there are loyal members over a long period of time that's been going for many years, like yourself, yourself, your boy, and. Uh, you know, you're the family member. What would be a compromise for you? Well, if they'd have filled the corner in like they said they were and made more seats available, then you could understand, well, they'll leave a portion out for new, new people to to come. Yeah. But the yeah. ground's the same as it was. Yeah. And I, I would say somebody who goes once or twice a year, they're going to spend more on the concourse than, than we do going 10 to 20 times. Yeah. So it's all about money. Will you pay the uh, extra £20? Um, I'll leave it till the last minute and see what happens. But I probably will, because that, that's the only chance we're going to get to go to a game, really. So We, we, we were secretly hoping for a quicker U-turn than Boris today, but it doesn't happen. <laughs> It'll be paid so, begrudgingly. So if, if, you were, if you've got something to say and there was any senior management listening to you right now and you could sum up what you'd, you know... To say something in in like ten seconds, what would you say before we finish well, with? Reward the loyal fans. We supported the the club last last year through the pandemic, paying the memberships, but nothing in return. So just repay the favour and be loyal to us. Fantastic, Merv. Thank you very much for coming on tonight. I know you're uh, you're always nervous coming and facing up. But it was, he's a pro. He's a pro. I'm man. on he's top a... as well tonight. So. It, it wasn't so bad, was it, Merv? No, he was alright. Right, you got the England flag, the Wolves flag, and you got what? Who's that? Darth Vader, is it? <laughs> yeah, your Empire needs you. Are you, big, are you a big Star Wars fan, Merv? Oh yes, massive. And me, mate. Nice, good one. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Oh, thanks for having me. Keep keep well, Dave. Okay, cheers.
Cheers, mate. So that's uh, Merv giving his uh, thoughts on... And a loyal samosa eater is Merv. <laughs> and uh, just to let you know, we've got um, we've got V, who's going to be coming on later because she's uh, might have some interesting news to tell us. Uh, we've got uh, Simon uh, and we've got Sam. Sam will be on last. Sam, you'll be on last but one. Is that okay, mate? Fantastic. So let's get uh, Nick on next. Uh, often seen on Twitter under the uh, the username Nag. Is that correct, Nick? Hey, how do you, man? Yeah, that's me. There you go. Welcome to the show, Nick. And uh, thanks for uh, getting in touch to come on uh, today. And, um, you know, we're great to uh, that you, you come on. We often see you on Twitter commenting always really in a good way you're not you, you know and for you to come on to have your say tonight what what have you got to say about uh, today and from your perspective well i mean i share much of what mervyn paul said before me i mean i'm i'm unfortunately i haven't got as many loyalty points as them because I, I haven't been as many games so i've not been invited so i won't you know i'll be in there with everybody else for those tickets i mean for me it splits into two it's one you're asking people who've already paid out 35 quid or 30 quid when it's advertised to fork out another 20 quid of for something which they've paid for already. Not quite sure how that works from consumer law. And then you've also got the whole how the whole ethos of how this has come out across to everybody. I just it just doesn't it stinks to be honest. Um, not impressed. Um, as you say, Dave, I'm usually fairly sort of pragmatic about these things. Don't. You know, go off on a rant about everything. I can see where the game's going, but this is taking the the uh, Michael out of everybody. To be honest, I don't think Nick. Of... I've ever seen a negative sort of post off you. You always try and even when fans have got their temper up on some subject, you try and temper it with a bit of balance. So you know, if people mm. like Nick and Paul and Merv, who are very mild mannered fans who look at things with balance, if they're getting peed off with this then there's something wrong. It's, you know, there's something. And it's. It, I think it's It's more than just taking all your points and charging us 20 quid. It's just being thought and being devalued as a fan. That's how yeah. these people feel. Like, we haven't been consulted. We haven't been told. They've just ripped all my loyalty away. And that means a lot to fans. You know, the players leave. The manager leaves. Well, the chief exec will leave. The ticket office manager will leave. You know, the, the fan will still be there. Well, as I said, I mean, as I've been saying to my kids, you know, with players leaving, you know, over this time, you know, both on the men's side and the women's side, you know, the players go, the managers go, but the fans remain. That is the fact, you know, the fans are the heartbeat of the club. Um, and that's, yeah, they, they seem to have taken us slightly for granted, especially, the, you know, the people on the membership who are waiting for season tickets to come up. And, you know, they're quite often, you know, I, I mean, I'm Cambridgeshire. Obviously, I know there'll be people who drive further than me to matches, but I've, you know, coaching and doing things on, you know, foot, coaching football on Saturdays and Sundays. So I don't get to go to the games, you know, as much as I'd like to. Um, but what I do, I want to try and, you know, I want to show my loyalty. Like others, I had my membership last season. I knew even if the, you know, even if the, you know, the gates opened early, there'll be no chance of me getting a ticket because it would go to season ticket holders. Quite rightly, it would go to season ticket holders last season, you know. But I was happy to pay my membership. And this season, you know, as soon as the membership came up, I renewed it because I you know, wanted to show a bit of loyalty to the club. They've been loyal to not just myself and the fans, but also to their staff, uh, you know, who they've kept on through the pandemic. They just chucked it, you know, and 
the, if they'd brought it in at the start of that point when they said, right, this is what we're going to be doing, this is the plan, you can then make the decision. But you've taken everyone's money under false pretenses, to be honest. Um, and I think, I mean, I understand where, I think as you said, Manny, about you know, early doors, they could be you know, looking to try and get as many as many people into the gap ground as possible with but having you know you're getting fewer games so it's not the closed shop that they're worried about i get understand that but there are other ways of doing it i mean i think you what know, do you I, think I, if you could if you could ask the the management the directorship and uh, with a solution to this issue because there are some good honest loyal fans who live far away who haven't been able to come they purchase a membership and they never get tickets so how can we appease them as well I think there needs to be um, banding, you know, so X number of tickets per band as well. So therefore, once those tickets sell out, so in, what is it, there's, if there's 12,000, you know, members, not everyone's going to be there, but if there's only 4,000 tickets, you split it into four bands. So if you've got over X number of points, you can get the first thousand tickets and so on. And then you set your lead 500 at the end, which is your free for all, which therefore anyone can apply for. And if you've missed out, maybe, on your... maybe I, ju- I just thought of what, just what you said. Maybe they could even categorise the matches. So you got the top six matches. Mm. So somebody who's never been to a game before would find it easier to get Burnley at home than they would yeah. to get Manchester United at home because Nick or uh, Paul or Merv deserves that one much better, much more than than them. So yeah. that will prove the loyalty as well. So if new fans start turning up to the Burnleys and the Brightons. You know, yeah, and not just the big because people have got a fear that these tickets will end up in the hands of local United and Liverpool and Arsenal and and Spurs fans who will. You know what, Manny? That's a really interesting point that you make there about that because I think I've heard that a couple of times today. And to be honest, I think most members, I mean, you can understand their members and they want to go to the games. But I think most members that want to get a ticket would take any game to go yep. and see their team. They and would, but what I'm it. saying is it would stop those fans. So if, yeah. if you know that you can buy a membership and you've got an equal chance of getting a ticket to Man United at home because you're a Manchester United fan, it would stop those people. Definitely. And, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think, you know, I'm happy to go to a Burnley game, a Brighton game. I mean, I was at Crusaders and Spaniel last season, you know, sort of two yeah. seasons ago. I, I didn't mind. I was going to see my team. You know, I, I would quite happily go and see a Burnley and a, and a Brighton or a Brentford. But, yeah, as you say, the glory hunters who just want to see the Man United's and Liverpool's, if they're told, well, actually, you've got a, a warning 50 hours or, what, you know, much reduced chance of getting in there, then they won't bother. Whereas, you know, law fans will say, yeah, actually, I'll take the risk. Yeah. But I think and there's a need for the club to be open. wind back and do the U-turn on this one and then go out and consult properly for next season and actually come up with a solution and engage with the fan base. Because at the minute, it, I don't know. I've not it, seen it, anybody it, on Twitter. I think it's a little bit like um, out the blue. It's mm. not even on the same level or in the same stratosphere or the same universe, obviously. But like when the Super League and the Big Six announced the clubs and there was a bit of a backlash, I think they've underestimated... Um, yes. They've probably done it in good intentions, but yeah. they've not. Whoever's they've they've, they've consulted, they've they've not really got the right set of people to consult with. And um, you know, I mean, obviously the supporters' trusts were very big with the big six in, mm. uh, you know, really forcing. And obviously we have Sam 
um, which is going to be interesting because the new support. I think V as well is a member of a uh, group. Um, yeah, well, as well. So it just shows you these are the people that are members of groups, members of trusts, and even they are in the. They didn't know, you know, it came exactly. out. And V is going to come on last because she's got some. I think she's going to give us some interesting information as well. So V, just make sure you come on before you come on. You put your video on. I can see you in the back. Um, Nick, if we were to finish off with you and you could, you know, you, you, Jeff or or any of the senior management teams are, are listening to you right now, if they watch this video, which I think they will, because I do know that they do uh, check out fan stuff on Twitter and obviously on socials and watch the YouTube. If you've got something to say from your point of view, 15 seconds, what would you say right now? Do a Boris, do a U-turn, and then sit down and consult properly with the fan groups. You've got the 1877 Trust, which is just set up. Sit down and talk to them uh, and the other fan groups as well around the country. Well said. Brilliant, mate. And uh, Nick, thanks for for coming up and also being so engaging and positive on Twitter because we know what Twitter's like. I keep like. up your um, championing of the women's team, Nick, because no one does it more than you. Uh, well, well, fingers crossed we'll do well again this season as well. It looked good exciting, on Sunday. Exciting time for the women. And we're, we are uh, going to be doing a lot more coverage of the women's team next year. We get to a couple of games as well because it is fantastic. So glad that they've finally got that promotion that they deserve. And 100%. I think they'll do really well. And we put, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they'll be pushing to go up to the championship. In, we'll sign uh, three or four really decent players as well. Yeah, it's great news. It's really well, good news. And we've got two uh, small matches this season as well in that league. Some, Second some game of the season. <laughs> third game of the season. Third game. Third game. Yeah, yeah, third game of the season up at their place. Yeah, we'll. we'll uh, I already said. Them. Yeah, I won't mention their name, but um, I reckon a hat trick for Jade Cross. Yeah, brilliant. That well, would be absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, Cheers, thanks a lot. Nag. Cheers, Nick. Cheers, Nick. Okay, mate. Bye. Bye. Right, that's uh, that's Nick, uh, who's again come on today, uh, which is fantastic. We've still got Simon, Sam, uh, ch chairman of the uh, the Wolves Trust, and uh, we'll be having V uh, come on last, uh, who's, who, as far as I know, is part of the, uh, the the match day experience group. So that'll be interesting to see what V's got to say. We're going to bring on next Simon. Hey, Simon. Thanks for Hi guys. Hi Simon. Come on. Uh, thank you for the invite. It's lovely to actually meet you virtually. <laughs> Absolutely. And hopefully we'll meet you it's again. You meet now forever. <laughs> uh, what what you got to say, Nick? Uh, Simon, sorry. Um. So, I understand both sides of the argument. Um, we do need to give uh, more fans an opportunity to get down the money. The atmosphere is absolutely fantastic, and more people be need to be able to experience that. But there needs to be a better compromise. Um, I know some fans have been arguing on Twitter and Facebook saying they were unable to get any tickets. But I know that last season I bought tickets for my parents as Christmas presents and birthday presents as a gift um, because they were on general sale. And I think Brighton was one of those games. And I know that some other, yeah, I know some other games went down to 100 points. So there, there is a chance to get access to those games. Uh, there's also clever ways around it. Um, but for fans just starting out or in the old system, you know, going to cup games and pre-season friendlies was an easy way to start building up your your points. I'm in the same boat as uh, other people. I was a seat ticket holder for 14 years in the Steve Ball, then John Island stand. 
I had to give it up because of my job and work commitments. Uh, but I've been lucky enough to then build up those points again over the years and still go and see every week. Um, my, my problem is, um, I think, the, one, the communication um, and the fact that um, fans just got this email out the blue, um, but then to charge 20 pounds, which is nothing compared to what the South Bank about to pay extra, and they don't even get me started on the Steve Ball. My, my brother's a Steve, he's holding the Steve Ball. Oh, I think you are as well, Manny. Um, yeah. Being charged an extra 100 pounds for a stand that's dilapidated, the, 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 the facilities are poor, especially for a woman. And to charge and then also for the I was in the, the Billy Quiet stand, I know they get a lot of stick and say, well, they can afford it. Well, actually, it's still a lot of money to pay out, you know, out of the blue. Um, so th there's a lot of issues. Um, but with the members, um, there must be a better way. Uh, I think part of the problem, which were posted on Twitter, was the fact that fans were buying tickets to accrue num um, um, points. So I know, I'm not going to mention names, but I know of fans that, I boasted on social media that they bought a ticket for the uh, early qualifiers, European qualifiers, for £10 to get yeah. 10 points and not even turn up to the game, which is not allowing fans to, to get, you get a chance to go and see those games. And there's also, um, and you know, there's obviously not everyone, but there are unscrupulous people out there that will buy a membership, will buy tickets for each game and then sell them on for profit profit, and also accrue their points so then guarantee tickets for Man United, Liverpool, uh, and so on. Um, I think, personally, one way they could approach it is maybe scrap the paper-based tickets completely and printable tickets and go down. Because if you try and get a ticket Manchester, England, United, Manchester United, the last game of the season, they sent the tickets to your phone. To your app. You mean you're on about and, digital tickets? Yeah, Simon. that's what we did. They sent yeah, it to yeah. the phone and you scanned your phone in. But they did give you an option to print out as well. But, you know, maybe that would be a way of stopping people sending them and maybe checking IDs. But I don't think, how are they going to check 30,000 IDs? I haven't got a clue. Yeah. But I, I know with uh, the World Cup, uh, World Cup, <laughs> getting too, uh, too excited there. With the European Championships, uh, if you bought it through England fans, then it was linked to your phone and your mobile, so you couldn't pass it on. And if you wanted to, um, if you couldn't attend the game, you could sell it back to um, the to uh, England fans. Um, so, and perhaps there's a way that the club can do that. I know it alienates those people with smartphones, and that's another issue. But you've still got your smart card as well. Uh, there's only those last-minute cup games where it might be a te technical issue. But for you know, for home games that are already scheduled, you know provide an opportunity for fans to be able to get onto the smart card or onto their smartphone that's not transferable and then give the fans the full money back if they can't attend, sell it back to the club and give another chance to someone else. And, um, you know, Simon, there's some really good points that you you, 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 you bring in there. Um, are you a member or a season ticket holder yourself? I was a senior together for 14 years, but that actually changed because of my job. So I've been a member for several years and accrued points. Um, and when, when you got your email, this when it came, did it come through this morning? Did you read your it email? It did, yeah. yeah. What was your initial reaction? I mean, how did you... How did you well, my first, my first reaction was as Jess Moxie took over as um, chairman again. Um, it, the, the biggest shock was the fact that they were charging £20. I don't know if they turned around and said, for your loyalty... Um, we'll guarantee yeah. you six games of your choice next season, free of charge. That's fine. But the fact that they asked for £20, 
for something that we'd already paid for in principle. So last season, or the season before that, and the season before that, you knew that with your points, you get those priority windows anyway for loyalty, but now they're charging an extra £20 for that. And also in response to someone else mentioned about basically I'll pay £35 for a pair of socks, but they force the charge of um, um, postage on top of that, which is about another £5. But if you look at other clubs like Leicester City, um, yep. they give you the option to um, not have the pack of tat, as I call it, uh, and it reduces the price by £10 and reduces the, the cost of the um, um, postage idea. as well. Yeah. I think... Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't object to... Like, I think it's quite nice in some ways that Wolves do put in branded products into the uh, into the pack because uh, it makes it helps the brand. And I can understand that. that whether I know it's been a pair of socks. I mean, and let's face it, socks have all been in the news in the last week uh, with the new kit. I mean, it's been the new Marmite subject, hasn't it? Love it or hate it, but, you know, and the kits come out and uh, we'll talk about that towards the end of the year. Uh, the show when it's just me and Manny on that stuff, but it's gone that the kit's gone down very well. But uh, I think it's quite nice that they do the membership pack and they put stuff in there. But you're basically saying that there's maybe there should be an option that people can have a lower price without that if they if they if they want it. Don't get me wrong, I love my pen, I use it all the time. I get out every meetings, but I think I've had a pair of socks for the past three years, same socks. So you, oh, right, so I didn't know. So basically, if they're going to do a membership pack, at least. <laughs> You know, update it each year with something different. Yeah. There was something similar. I just wanted to say to Simon, there was something similar. I was asked this question. In 2003, when we won the playoff final, we got into the Premier League after 19 years and it was so much euphoria. There was lots of people who wanted to go to games, who, who couldn't get to games. So they launched the TPS scheme, which I was a member of. So they charged you £50. And they guaranteed, so it wasn't priority, they guaranteed you six matches, which were random out of three different categories. So you have two higher place teams, two middle and two lower. And they sent you the tickets. You could refuse them if you couldn't go and they'd send them to someone else. They guaranteed you them. And now that was back of 19 years of euphoria. Everyone just desperate to go there. People were prepared to pay absolutely anything. So it wasn't based on loyalty. It was just a scheme. Try and divide the tickets up equally across everybody so everybody would have a few tickets so yeah. that's the kind of thing that um, nick talked about earlier where you could say the higher points earners who are at 300 400 you've got priority that won't go away everybody else what we'll do is we'll allocate you on a writer pro writer basis where you will all be guaranteed four or five matches each in the season where sometimes you wouldn't have gone Try and divide it. Maybe it was three matches, maybe it's two matches. So it gives everybody a chance to purchase a ticket. There's so many different ways this could have been done. I think we can't be the first club to have such success and have this issue. There must be other models out there that they can look at. Yeah. I mean, the main annoyance is the way it's come out. And that, like you say, Manny and Simon, it probably could have been done in a different way where you. You got. You can have the best of both worlds, and people can. I, I think most members with points would understand because they've probably all been there. That there are probably members out there that want a chance to get a game, and if there's been some allocation set aside for that, they'd have probably gone. Do you know what? Yeah, that's fair enough. That's you know, you without know. punishing the other loyal members. <laughs> yeah. exactly. my, 
Can you can you imagine if they do this when it comes to the season ticket holders with loyalty points and stuff like that? It's guaranteed. Can you imagine the meltdown that would happen then? Oh my god! Well, this you can kind of uh, another analogy is to say, well, turn around to the season ticket holders and say, well, you know what? You've been for your loyalty. We're going to scrap season tickets. Uh, and we're going to give everyone a chance to uh, uh, attend a match. Um, but, you, know, uh, I, my... you, know, you know, I was just thinking, we, we, Jeff Shee has time and time again said we want to try and break into that top six, that top seven, you know. And we finished seventh twice and we, then we had a poor, poorer season due to a lot of problems. But out of that top six, Arsenal, Spurs, Man United, Man City, Liverpool and um, Chelsea... Our stadium is by far the smallest, by far the smallest. So they've never really been clear on how they're going to address that issue. Like, um, uh, was it Merv said, they could have filled the corners in. That might have um, created another 1,500 spaces for tickets. You know, nothing has been said. Nothing has been suggested. Well, it was it was talked about in the Ask Wolves series, wasn't it? They talked about it um, because, obviously... The year after Foson came in, there was the big unveiling of the new stadium. There was the mooting that we might be moving to near the M54. Then, obviously, there was a listen to the fans on that, want it to stay in Molyneux. It's unique where it is. They were going away to look at ways in which they could make it happen. Apparently, um, on that video, they did say that yeah, they, there was ideas and plans around doing that. And then it also came out that, obviously, that... Maybe that wasn't going to happen straight away, but they would do something with the corners to, you know, slightly increase the capacity. And also, like people have said about the Steve Bull, uh, trying to do something to improve the facilities inside the and the fan experience because there's massive queues to get into that as well. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, Jeff has said on there that they're looking at the interest rates. Well, interest rates are as probably as low as they're ever going to be at the moment. Yeah. Um, and it's... I mean, at the end of the day, if they build a big, bigger stadium and then the team suffers, everyone's going to say, why did you spend the money on the stadium? And then we're back in the Championship or League One. And you have to understand, they look at it as we're through a, 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 a pandemic. There is a cash flow issue and how they do it. But ultimately, to solve this problem, you've got to expand the stadium by at least 10,000 to, you know, to start with. And they've got to find a way to do this. You know, people um, are saying that, oh, if we go down, you'll see all these fans disappear, only be the Lord. The thing is, you can only ever talk about the present. You know, we as fans, we only know about this. The pandemic has shown us that nothing's certain anymore. Your next game, treat it like your last one every time. Enjoy it to the fullest and, you know, have the opportunity to go there. What happens in the future happens in the future. We don't know. It's very, you know, and so we've got to concentrate on now, this system now. The stadium's limited. The demand is huge. And in a way, they can sort of do what they want if they wanted to. But just consult your loyal fans. Talk to them. You know, talk to these people who've been coming and putting their money where their mouth is, travelling here, there and everywhere. And, and, and it just feels like a kick in the teeth. I'm not even a member, but I have been. I was for years. I was a member, you know, and I can understand because you had to work really hard to build up that loyalty, to get yourself in a position to try and get a season ticket. I had two lads who were growing up young, you know, had to go to matches and take them along and, and just to build it up so they could have the opportunity as well. So 
if I'd have had that email as a season ticket holder, I'm quite upset about it not being a member, but I don't know how I'd have reacted, you know, and I'm usually, I'd like to try and say, okay, it is it is what it is and we've got to deal with it, but... Um, I, I don't want to steal airtime from the next person, um, but maybe something you might want to raise in the next, um, when the next person's up is, um, my other concern is, will the website cope with 12,000 plus people trying to buy tickets? Because yeah. um, it didn't cope with Wembley for the uh, semi-final. It, it doesn't cope, well, it didn't cope previously for priority sales. Uh, and yeah. I, I was an England fan for years, an England fan member, and getting tickets for England games, especially big games, with thousands of people trying to get on at the same time, would crash the servers. Crash and I could, the see, this, yeah, I could yeah. see the same thing happening the first day these tickets go on sale. You'll, you'll be on a big queue it. You will be like 25 <laughs> minutes because, you know, and, and it's... You're going to have dinosaur are, on the screen going across. That's right, yeah. Uh, well, Simon, thank you so much for coming Brilliant, on. Simon. Brilliant, Simon. Brilliant tonight. Some great uh, comments in. But um, welcome to come back on the... Uh, like everyone who's come on tonight, welcome to come where, back. Where are you from, Simon? Which part of the country? Wolverhampton. Are you Wolverhampton? I know we had Paul yeah. from Somerset and, you know, people are from all over the place. So you're a local lad. Oh, cool. Born and bred. Wolves, are we? Yeah, same here. Always yeah. wolves, Simon. Cheers, <laughs> hey. Cheers buddy. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Some great points uh, there from uh, from Simon. And there's some great uh, comments, uh, again, in the chat. I've been trying to put uh, some of all Chris Bishop's there. I'm sick and tired of season to get older, say they're super low, but yet a lot sell them on to family and friends for away games. Um uh, Carl's about showing a bit of class, folks, and certainly haven't done that today. And that's um, the thing, isn't it? Class, you know, businesses operate. You know, when businesses are smooth and smart because they keep the customers, because that's what we are. We, you know, fans is our word, but they are a business and we're customers, and that's they keep the customers happy. You know, what do our customers need? 100% clarity and communication. Thomas Tom says 55 membership is the second most intensive in the country. Wow. Interesting point, yeah. And uh, Robert said, if I could get a ticket for a home game, I would have to book into a hotel for the night, but it would be worth it. Well, let's get on because we've got V coming up last uh, today and she's going to be, she's on the fan uh, in experience group. So that's going to be really interesting to hear from uh, from V. But I've saved as well uh, towards the end is uh, Sam Payne, who is uh, the uh, the chairman of the newly formed Wolves Supporters Trust? Sam, uh, welcome to the show uh, with me and Manny. First of all, Sam, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about the uh, the Wolves 1877 Trust. And I do believe that the uh, opening meeting is this Thursday, is it not? It is your spot on. Firstly, to both of you, thank you for having me on this evening. Manny, keep up your work for dementia. We'll be thank you, Sam. You. Cheers. Dave, keep your channel up and going. It's always good to watch. For those of you that are listening, um, the first thing I just want to pick up on there is I, as a fan, not as the fans parliament, not as the 1870 Trust chairman, as a fan, I am disgusted with what the club has done to the members today. Um, however, I have had a meeting with Vinny, Dave and um, other members today of the Wolves team and they did tell me that they had had a focus group looking at ticketing 
and that is where they'd had the information from. That is all I can say on the subject, unfortunately. When, when that, you say focus group, Sam, which focus group would that be? They they advised us it was a ticketing focus group. Now, okay. we couldn't get any further out of it because our meeting was to do with the trust. So yeah. we didn't go any further with that. So I'm just putting my other hat back on now. So I'm the chairman of the newly formed Wolves 1877 Trust. The trust has been set up, everybody on this uh, link, for you, the fans. It is not governed by Wolves. We are accredited to the FSA and we have to follow the FSA regulations. We are totally independent of the club. We have no money from them. Our website isn't set up by them. They can't tell us what to do and vice versa. We can only engage in open, honest conversation. Dialogue, yeah. whatever you want to call it, with the club. Yeah. It was mentioned today on our call that we would be bringing this matter up at our earliest convenience. So rest assured, we will be talking to the club about ticketing. All right. Um, now, for the, the trust itself, I was on the fans' parliament and I was invited on by the club. It took me years to get on it. They choose who they want on it. And as soon as I was on that fans' parliament, I realised it wasn't open. They would talk about what they wanted to talk. Yeah. So, over the pandemic, myself and other supporters and some of the fans' parliament members decided and took the decision that a trust had to be set up. This is what other clubs do in the country now. Right the way down to non-league clubs, they have trusts. People will only have heard about trusts for the clubs like Blackpool that have been in trouble etc. We need to go on berries and all of those. They've had trust to try and save their clubs. They've raised money and done things like that. We're not about that. We are about opening dialogue with the club, talking to them about the fans' thoughts, their concerns. So we're talking about ticketing tonight. So you get where we're coming from. We need you, the fan base, to come and join us and become members so that we can put your voices to the club. You will get a say in what happens. Sam, can I just come in? I'd, know, I'd like to uh, invite you to, um, and maybe another member of the uh, the uh, supporters, the Wolves 1877 Trust, to come on and do a specific video on the Trust that uh, maybe in the next couple of weeks. Because, I mean, there has been, the Fans Parliament especially, was formed initially by the club, uh, constituted by the club, and then obviously it's got a bit of a, it's, it has got this, a closed shop, the Blazer Brigade type of thing. You're, you're totally and, right. Um, and it's really become a laughing matter from a, in, in some ways that people tend to think, oh, it's just that they're not representative of us. The uh, And it's a closed shop. Can I ask you, just before we, we move on to the subject of the, the membership, is yep. this trust open to any Wolves fan? And if they want to join, what are the conditions to, to be able to okay. join the trust? Of course, you can ask that. That's what I'm here for. So being open with you, it's open to any fan. Um, you might be in this country. You might be abroad. Anywhere. If you're a Wolves fan, you can join. The membership is split into two groups. We have individual adult members, £5 a year. That is one of the cheapest trust memberships in the country. And we also have done a family membership of two adults and two under-16s. So if you've got kids that want to get involved want to have their talk about, I don't know, Wolfie and Wendy or whatever it might be, you can do it as a family. You will get voting rights at the AGM. Um, 
the trusts are set up with board members. Those board members have to be voted in by the fans within a year of the trust being set up. So at the moment, I am the interim person. I probably won't be there in a year's time. It could be anybody else that's listening on this call as long as you've joined us. So I've just seen a message come up there. How do you join? Pop onto our website, www.wolves1877trust.co.uk. Click on the membership page. There's a link. It'll take you onto our uh, software that will take your details. It'll ask you about areas that you're interested in within the club. So if it's ticketing, if it's stadium, whatever it is, click in what you're into. There you go. Somebody's kindly put that up for me. That's uh, me. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Dave. I didn't see your name above there. Sorry. So, yeah, jump onto that. You can sign up. As I say, whether it's a family or a, or a, a single individual, you can join. You will then be invited to come to meetings, annual general meetings, monthly meetings, focus groups, whatever we decide to set up. The idea is that we can get more people involved and not just that chosen few. Dave, you were totally right. 2006, the fans' parliament was set up by one certain Jez Moxie. It was along with help from Stuart Kane, who is now at Worcester Cricket Club, and they set it up as a medium where they could talk to fans but they invited fans they wanted onto it. Now, that can never be open, honest discussion. That is always a discussion around something they want to talk about. So turn it round, separate from it. Don't actually be sort of led by the club. Be your own body, which the trust is. It's, it's set up as a non-profit organisation. Um, you can look at our books each year. It's all going to be published. We have to follow the FSA guidelines. It's a Sam, can I just ask a couple of questions? The first one is, you've just mentioned the focus group. Wolves advertised fairly openly on social media about a couple of months ago, maybe longer, that yep. are any fans interested in joining focus groups in four or five different areas, right? Yep, so they set right. up, it looks like you just told us that they set up this focus group which concentrates on ticketing, which is what they said they would do. And they've consulted that focus group to make this decision. Now, you as the trust, where do you come in if they've already got a group? How well, are they going to listen to you? We will challenge it. Now, on our meeting today, uh, we have spoken about this area as to where we come in. Um, yeah. We have sent them an open letter asking them to sign up to dialogue with ourselves. They're currently taking that to the board and Jeff Shee. Um, yep. We will know more before our launch meeting, which is Thursday evening. We come in. If the club decide to set up a group of fans and invite them on, we will mirror that with our own independent focus group on it. So if you're not invited to go and join Wolves, they don't deem you as one of their preferred fans, as it might be. Come and talk to us. We'll have a, we'll have a, a focus group, especially for that. Make your points heard. We can then take those with our discussions with the likes of Vinny, Russell, Dave Wood, Laura, whoever it might be that is in that area at the club. You know, Jeff Shee did say in Ask Wolves when he was asked about the fans' parliament, he quite clearly brushed it off as something that he thought didn't work. And so when he gets the message that there's something called the Wolves 1877 Trust, what's stopping him thinking, oh, it's like the fans' parliament again, we've got our focus groups. How are you going to convince them that you are the people they should consult? The first thing we want to point out to you is I've been a member of that parliament for just shy of four years. So right okay. at the point where Fossen took over. Do you know how many meetings Jeff Chi actually attended in my time going to that? Probably none. None. 
Okay. Yeah. He mentioned in those Ask Wolves that he'd been to 10 or more meetings. He was getting himself muddled up with attending focus groups that he thought yeah. were fans parliaments. So he didn't actually know what the parliament was about in our idea. So he was a little bit derogatory in his comments that he'd made. So okay. we've, we've broken away. We did not see the fans parliament as the way forward for fans to interact with the club. We saw the trust as the way forwards. Hence, we've worked for 18 months to set it up. We're now registered, as I say, with the FSA. We've got our own website. We, we do our own social media. You name it, we will be doing it ourselves, not, not through the club. We will go to the club with concerns, whatever it is the fans want to talk about, and we will raise it. And we'll get our voices heard. That's what it's all about, getting the fans' voices heard and interacting. My big thing is, as a member, as a season ticket holder, as an away season ticket holder, whatever membership you hold, you are a stakeholder in that club. You pay your money to that club. You should have a say in how it's run. Come and talk to the trust. Sam, uh, just before we um, we talk about the, the, the membership and uh, your views on that, um, just very, very quickly, can you just tell everyone where the meeting is on Thursday evening if people want to turn up? And do they have to pay their £5 membership to get in on that night? Right, OK. So the first thing is there, the meeting is an open meeting. However, we are using the Emerald Club, which is just at the back of the Untouchables on the Cannock Road. It has got a limited seating capacity at the moment. Um, even though the social distancing has been raised, they have requested that we limit our numbers. So we have used an Eventbrite to do free tickets. So, yes, you can get in, get yourself a free ticket, go onto our website, click on the link to come to the launch. It starts at 7.30 on Thursday night. So there's a car park there and there's parking in uh, Cross Street North. So come along. You don't have to be a member initially. But I think when you've been and you've had a chat with us, you'll probably want to join up and join us. Okay, and Sam, um, you will come on and in a couple of weeks, and we'll get we'll talk yeah. more. And people can ask more in depth questions about. Of course, the they can. About the can industry. I just say to the fans, like a lot of people have rubbish the parliament and the people who are in the parliament. Sam's quite aware yeah. of that, and some yeah. of the, the others are, who are members of that. You know, this is your chance then to go and ask these guys to go to that place and say to them, "How are you different? How are you going to take our concerns forward?" without being a closed shop, without towing the party line, because that's what the club have told you, you know, how are you going to be different? And, yeah. and, and that's, this is an opportunity for Sam and the trust to explain themselves. So if you are, yeah. have got that concern, go and ask them, email them. You've got a, a website address there. There's a chance for you to have your say. And Sam has already, I don't think any other fan got in touch with Vinnie Clark or David. You know, I don't know if any other fans did, but he did. So he's gone out his way. Well, as I think, I think v, v might be able to give us some information on that when she comes up yeah, next as well. She will. Yeah. What I'll say to you, uh, Dave, I will get one of our young members. Um, so we've got people that are older than myself. I'm in my 50s. We've got people in their 70s that are members of the trust now. We've got people from abroad. I've got members as young as 15. Okay. Yeah. What I'll do is I'll get one of our younger members to come on that. He's um, FSA. He's a member of the FSA as well. So he'll be able to tell you lots of things that he does, as well as how the trust then interacts with the FSA. So I think and you'll we'll find that, that interesting. For, uh, we'll set that up for a couple of weeks. And Manny, if you want to join us on that as well, to ask the questions, more than welcome to do that as well, if, you, if you're free. Sounds good okay. to me. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and before we go on to the membership quickly, and then I can bring in V. Can uh, Chris Humphries wants to know, can you join virtually? Yeah, because obviously right. there's certain fans that aren't going to be able to get to clubs. Will, it, will they be able to join and watch virtually? What I'm trying to do for you, and I'm, I'm, I'm just talking to one of my colleagues at the moment, going to see if we can get a Zoom link set up. What you'll need to do is can you email me, chairman at wolves1877trust.co.uk, with your email address, and I will see if I can get you set up on a Zoom link so that you can see that meeting on Thursday night. If this is all about being open so people can see what is happening. Maybe even if you can't do the Zoom link, um, Sam, or you get have any, have any troubles, if you can record it yourself. We'll record it and we'll get it yeah, put out on then, your channel, try Dave. and air it somewhere, you know, for people yeah. to watch later. I'm sure no Dave problem. would put it out for us. Yeah. <laughs> no problem at all, mate. I'll do that for you. Um, so, yeah, so, um, Sam, just to uh, finish off, um, can you just give us your thoughts um, from the trust perspective on the, the membership and a solution that you'd propose? I, I would have liked to see the club, if they would, basically rescind what they've put out today, sit down and have some open discussions with their own focus group and with the trust focus group on what we could do for the membership. The big issue for the club is, and remember, we've got 32,000 seats now with the way they've reconfigured everything. We yeah. have got uh, more than 20,000 season ticket holders and we've got 12,000 members. So theoretically, we can more than fill that stadium. So something needs to be done to put everything on a level playing ground. I obviously buy a season ticket home and away. Other people that have been on here have bought memberships because of work. I think the big thing here is we need to find a level playing field for everybody that can get you to some games, but on a fair term that isn't going to cost you another yeah. £20 a year. I mean, I, I said this, if you look at season ticket holders and the prices that have been put up this year, if you're a family, two, two adults and two children under 16, your season tickets are going to cost you, in the Billy Wright stand, over two grand. Now, well, I've, paid, I've paid 1400 in the Steve Ball for three of us, you know. Yeah. There you go. So that answers the question. So you take that now to these these people that are buying memberships. These are people in London, Somerset, as we've seen tonight. Um, there's people up in Scotland, in Glasgow. They travel down once they can get a ticket. Four hundred miles overnight. Some people have to yeah. book hotels. And, Four hundred yeah. miles in a car, book a hotel, yeah. buy yeah. your ticket. It all adds up. They're spending money. Wolves, listen to the fans. If there's any of you, the board members, Vinny, Simon, any of you, if you're listening tonight. Take this on board. Please come and talk to us. Let's and these, are, these, these are people who just like to moan and just, we will no. applaud the club when they make the right decisions. Okay. And, you know. just, just so you all know, I've just logged on Facebook while we're on. I've picked the first comment I've come across. This yeah. is for Angela. I won't say your surname, Angela. Yeah. Against her better judgment, she's going to pay the £20 for the, the Star Plus membership, she's called it. Yeah. She said, it's a poor show on the Wolves. They can't find her email address, despite them emailing her. She says, in some ways, she feels like saying, put it where the sun doesn't shine. But she might end up having to pay it to be able to get to games. So if you say that to all those 12,000 people, or did you say it's 3,500 that have been asked? Work it out yourself how much money they're trawling in from 3,500, £20. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's 70,000 quid. Yeah, yeah, it isn't a club that needs the money. Yes, the pandemic's accepting it's put the books the wrong way around, but Fosen are a multi-billion pound business. 70 grand to have this type of, um, uh, you know, upset in the fan base. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's come I'll, on. I'll, I'll tell you what, if there's any players watching tonight 
Okay, Connor Cody, anybody like that, if you're watching tonight, chuck a week's salary in and stop these dedicated fans from having to spend extra money. Come on, do the right thing, players. You vote with your feet and show us how much you care about the fans who come to, to, weeks to in, be week fair, out. To be fair, Sam, a lot of the players, especially the logs of Connor, do do a lot for, yeah, uh, they do. for good they causes. Do. Uh, I think Connor's enjoying a well earned break with his family at the moment. Whether or not he tunes in to watch... Uh, you to never watch, know. I, I, I don't you know. know. But a lot of the players do do a lot uh, for the to help. I think, you know, it's another, you know there's a, an argument. The other argument is a lot of pe people have quite clearly said the soul of football. I don't think soul ever gets destroyed. I think it gets hidden and covered. So yeah. the soul of the club is hidden in the mire of all this money, uh, revenue... How do we increase it? How do we get more successful? And you lose the sight of, of yeah. what is your reality. And yeah. how do we keep the balance so we still protect that? That's know? right. Can I can I just before I leave you, can yeah, I got, just let we you have know? Got me waiting very patiently. <laughs> you you, you, the listeners and your viewers tonight have brought up about stadium. Okay. Yeah. The wolves are being, Fosen are being hounded by the council about the plans that have been put in because they have to change the road network to cope with an extra 30,000 fans that could be coming to games. That's how big a stadium redevelopment we're talking. That is why it's not happened in the closed period and due the pandemic, pandemic, folks. It isn't something they can just turn the tap on and do straight away. The council have got to sign it off for them. I'll just leave you with that. Well, yeah, there's uh, and the bigger the wheel, the the the, the hot longer it takes to turn, isn't it? But yeah. uh, I just I, I I think on the stadium, and maybe we'll do um, we'll have to come back to this on another subject another time. But I think uh, just the fans just want some clarity on the roadmap. I mean, what, how long, when, this type of thing. So there's some planning. There's a lot of stakeholders involved in that, isn't there, Sam? So uh... there's, a lot. there's lots and there's lots of things that we don't get to hear about as fans. We, we saw the plans. We saw what they were looking to do with the South Bank as a single tier. They were planning on rebuilding in front of the Steve Ball, etc., etc. The problem is they want places like Molyneux Way and the um, the Waterloo Road and things like that. They need redirecting and traffic measures putting in. And at the moment, I don't think they can reach agreement. So it keeps stalling. They've even got a um, planning company on board that specialise in football stadium developments, and they are getting at loggerheads. So it will happen, but whether that's five years' time, we don't know. Looks like they're going, they're going for that end goal of having a super-duper stadium rather than spending money gradually improving, improving things and filling corners in and, and going step by step, maybe. Yeah, that looks like it, because what would it have cost to put the extra 500 uh, seats under that uh, or around that scoreboard? How quickly, at the side in of the South how quickly in 2003 did they fill that corner in? Because they knew, you know, we yeah, got into twice. the Premier League after 19 years. In a second, and that was in the Jez, yeah. Jez Moxie days, we got yeah. that corner filled. If we wanted to, you know, we could get a couple of corners filled or one corner filled and create seven, eight hundred extra seats and just yeah. say, well, well, these are reserved for people who can't go, everyone else carry on and then we'll... That's right. I, I think the other thing that they could do is with season ticket holders that can't attend games, can't those season tickets be offered to these fans that have been waiting on the memberships? That's another way that they can uh, get it. Instead of putting them back on sale, um, yeah. the season ticket holders, I'm sure, would willingly give their seat for a member who can't buy a ticket every week. Yeah. So 
it's just another thought. Mm. I mean, if you do sell a ticket back to the club at the moment, you only get a portion of what your season yeah. ticket back for that game costs. So I'd be far happier to let somebody have my seat that can't go to every game. And Sam, thank you so much for, for joining uh, tonight and the and uh, check out the, just tell on the website again quickly, we finish off and the, uh, the social handles as well. Okay, right. So the website is www.wolves1877trust.co.uk. My email address, if you want to get in touch with me, is chairman at wolves1877trust.co.uk. We're also on Facebook, Wolves1877 Trust, and we're also on Twitter at Wolves1877 Supporters Trust. Thanks for joining us tonight, Sam. It's a pleasure. Sam, you, you've spoken really clearly and you seem confident and I hope you get some success Thank you. from your conversations today. Okay. Manny, you're welcome to come and attend on Thursday night if you can. Same oh, to you, Dave. Very busy, man. Very, very busy. I know you are. <laughs> Same I'm, to you, Dave. I'm looking forward to the reaction. All right. We'll see you all soon. Thank you for having me. Take Cheers. care, Sam. Thank Dave. you, Sam. So that's uh, Sam Payne, uh, who's the uh, the chairman, new chairman of the 18770 Trust. And you heard it here. Uh, he's going to come on with uh, another member who's representing uh, Wolves on the FSA uh, in a couple of weeks. And we can put questions to them to dig more into what they're about, uh, because obviously there's been stigma about it being a closed shop. He's assured us that it's uh, transparent and it's open to all. So finally, who's waited so patiently... We have the lovely... Hello, V. Welcome to the Thanks for waiting patiently backstage. Just tell everyone a little bit about you. We'll we'll give you some loyalty points for waiting so long. (laughs) Yeah, we will. Means nothing. (laughs) Um, Well, no, I'm um, I'm obviously... A wolf supporter, although I've got a Scottish accent. I've been living in Wolverhampton for um oh, over ten years now. This is the plastic. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been member of the Match Day Experience group for for a few years now. Um, I just just following um on what Sam Payne just said that there's these people in the groups that the club want in there. I couldn't disagree more because over the past couple of months in particular, when there's been a couple of decisions that have been questionable, the group have really scrutinised the club. And and so far, um, they do seem to, to listen where where they think it's it's, it's um, due. And But yeah, generally, um, I, my experience is usually um, that they do like to listen to the fans. Obviously, they do have a commercial business at the end of the day that needs to be profitable. Um, and there's a balance with that, but um, I think in particular with today, what's happened, um, I'm, they are listening. Um, yeah, but I've, like I say, we, the match the experience group's been great. I mean, one of the last um, things that we did that was very, very popular was the Raul banner, obviously, that came from um, Kieran's idea initially, which was a huge success and raised a lot of money for for charity. And um, there's just been quite a lot of good ideas from from that group. And, and Can I ask um, how many people sit on the? Uh... Uh, on the uh, on the on the group because I, I, I mean I how many is it and how often do they meet and this, what's the, the the breakdown of the demographic is the female is there an ethnic uh, mix in there as well the male female mix young and old I think That's it's fun. I think it's very mixed There's, I mean I'm not a season ticket holder and I'm I'm part of it but I'm also a flag waver so I think I might actually be in the picture oh, you the are yeah. she's one of these she's a, one in the <laughs> oh, background fantastic. I think I might be there somewhere I, I, I usually do the goal one so um that's one of the best ones actually if you ask me but um yeah the, there's um oh I think during the pandemic I think we met twice um but normally it was like yeah two or three times a season it'd be mostly just it would be about 
match day experience and um you know things like the fan park and that how to improve that and and stuff like that and just listening to to what the fans think it's, it is a very mixed group like i say season ticket holders non-season ticket holders or old young um there's there's quite a few women in there as well um yeah there, i think there's are you, aware, are, are, you, are you aware of the ticket focus group Yes, I, well, we got the invites a few years ago, didn't we? Um, a few years, a few months ago, with um, yes. there, there were several groups that they're setting up. I think this is because the match day experience group has been good, but it does need to just focus on on the match day experience and not things like ticketing or um, other other areas. Yes. Um, so I, th I think that again shows that the club is willing to listen to the fans and sees that there is a need for it. So um, anyone was able to apply for that. Can I just come in quickly, V, a couple of things? I, I think it's fair to say um, there has been some great things that have come out on match days in terms of experience. Wolves were leaders in terms of the pre-match with the fireworks and the FA Cup quarter-final. And, OK, I know we had a problem with one of the fireworks and then they've gone with the fire. And there's other clubs that have followed suit on Wolves' lead. Yeah. Wolves are quite innovative in that way. Um, so that's good. I, I th obviously, I think one of the big... Uh, issues as well on a match day is Wi-Fi connection in the ground. I'm sure that uh, that's been talked about. Uh, but um, before we continue, a chaotic ranger has decided that he wants to know how he can become a flag waver. So, with a name like Chaotic Rager, his flag waving will be epic. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> Come on, you've been going on with it. How can, can, how I do think people, well, at the moment, how people become a flag waver? Well, to be honest, at the moment, there's more flag wavers than there are flags. Um, yeah. But I'm pretty sure if you email the club, probably, um, or, or get in touch with Dave Wood, um, I'm pretty sure he'll be able to take details and so on. But um, I want yeah. to imagine how Chaotic Rager does his flags because I reckon he's going to be really interesting. Current continue, V. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, there. all I'm going to say is, is a couple of years ago that you couldn't get enough flag waivers. It was like a job that nobody wanted to do. So, um, and like that goal, the goal Last flag year, you would have been redundant with the amount of goals <laughs> we scored. <laughs> well. <laughs> But when when I started with the goal flagging, nobody else wanted to do it, and and to me, it's the best seat in the house because you're six feet away from from the emotions and and when it happens, it's incredible. It's yeah, I, I really miss it, and I do hope I get the chance to do yeah. it again. Chris Humphries just said, if they keep charging members and season ticket holders, there'll be more flag waivers to support. That's well, a one way of getting it. Yeah. Right, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so, V, I mean, as, as the group's WhatsApp, I'm sure there's a WhatsApp group got to be. Yeah. Has that blew up today by any chance? Yeah, yeah. Like I say, the last few times the club's communicated stuff, there's been that has blown up. And like I say, the people in there, well, particularly me, I've been very vocal in that group. Only um, to join the flag waving list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they should do. Pay you know pounds. what? They're going to be watching yeah, this. Flag waving will be there tomorrow. Yeah, raise the money that way. Can I just say something that. about the ticket? You know what? You know, when they launched, they asked for people for the ticket focus group. When that hits your mind, if you're okay and you've got a season ticket and you go to all the matches, you're not particularly going to join that. You're going to join that, really, yeah. because you, you can't get a ticket. Yeah. So you are going to get a – what is the demographic of those people? Are they people – who are season ticket holders? Are there people who go to every single matches, or are they people who are desperate to get to matches so their opinion may have been swayed by that? I disagree. Yes, I think I think there's there's people in it, every group of, of people like yourselves that 
get involved and, and stick up for people or, you know, want to be representative of groups of people. And, and you'll have that among season ticket holders as well, without a doubt. Um I'm, I'm pretty I'm sure that the about that will, group in particular. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that given given how how um you know how because because their 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 thoughts haven't reflected all these comments yeah. and our thoughts on Twitter and Facebook so, today. They've been completely. Yeah. Well, if if you say if you say, you know if, if if what you were suggesting is is that um the only people in that group were people that don't normally get tickets so aren't season ticket holders then they certainly wouldn't have came up with yeah. what what was announced today so you know that that's that's whatever yeah. that focus group was thinking um i don't know personally when when i read the news today i was gobsmacked um yeah. i wasn't wasn't impressed at all because like i say i am a member um you know there's not always that particularly last season, I so actually was lucky enough to. Me, had you no idea as part of the match day experience group that, that this and that, this was coming out no. today? No, we don't. We don't. Um, it, like I say, it's, it's, it's ticketing. It's not match day experience, and because of the confidentiality around stuff, I, I can I can't imagine them discussing major things no. like that with us anyway. Um, no, they need I to be very careful. That group would probably be led by someone like Vinnie Clark and people like that, rather than yeah. you know. Yeah, and I say, I'm sure, yeah, Dave Wood would probably be in that as well. Yeah, and is it James? So, I, think? Right. You, I think you mentioned that, um, obviously, the, the yeah. WhatsApp groups thing, and you've got some uh, interesting news following yeah. on from uh, yeah. what we've been talking about. Is this an exclusive V? Um, well, unless make sure the sun to... aren't watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, fo following communications with the memberships team, the intentions were good. They genuinely, they genuinely, are, genuinely were. I do believe that. Um, they don't want Monolinu to be a closed shop. They want all of those kids that are kicking the ball in the park to be that wear a wolf shirt to have the chance to go um, to the Monolinu and experience it. Because I, I mean, I know myself. I've got a. a a 10 year old son and he's got friends that never get to go to Wolves matches because you know the parents aren't the, the, the whole lawyer point system for, for outsiders is complex you know I've explained it to a lot of people before that you know if you want to get to a Man United game you have to buy tickets for like the cup matches and go to them you have to go to like the, the, the lists yeah yeah you have to go to the Burnley matches when you get them with 100 loyalty points because that's that, yeah. that like I say that's the only reason why I've got my loyalty points is, is you know I went to those cup matches when we weren't flagging and um, mm. you know but yeah. um, it's, it's hard to explain that to people and that would you know I, I get where the club's coming from that those people deserve a chance um, but um, it was never about making money. Um, however, we haven't got it completely right. And the message from fans we have been receiving has been loud and clear. And we are reviewing it. That's Can you just hilarious. repeat that statement again without us? Yeah. Me and Manuel just keep Sorry, going. Read, read that out Yeah, again. I'll, read, I'll read it out. So, um, following communications with the memberships team, the intentions were good. They genuinely were. We don't want Molyneux to be a closed shop. We want all of those kids kicking a ball in the park, wearing a wolf's shirt to have the chance of coming to Molyneux. This was never about making money. However, we haven't got it completely right. And the message from fans we have been receiving has been loud and clear and we are reviewing it. Wow. So, that's that's, uh, that's positive. It's good. That is very positive, actually. Yeah. And uh, I don't think I've had an exclusive before, so I'm absolutely <laughs> trust with that. So, listen, that's everyone that's uh, everyone that's been listening uh, and watching and 
I've put messages on the Facebook groups, on Twitter, on Instagram, and obviously here tonight, obviously that's been taken note of and they've taken that on board because they've probably underestimated the feelings and they're going back to have a look at a solution to make and listen yeah. to that and try and come up with a better. And uh, will the club be making a point in sending that across to all the memberships or is it going to put a statement out on the website? Oh, I'm, I'm assuming that. I just hope it's not just another email like somebody just opens yeah, one yeah. Uh, you know, just have a bit of um, what yeah. you said is a nice thing for Wolves to say as well. You know, yeah. you said it and, and I'm sure you've spoken and fans will yeah. believe you, but from the club officially to say, I think we got this wrong. So we've listened to your, you know, and, and that will they'll be respected for that because they are allowed to get yeah. things wrong. Absolutely, Manny. And the tech with ICT says, wow, you heard it here. Thanks, V. Lucy, Golden Girl, fair play to them for listening. Yeah. Um, you know... Fans, well, that, you know that's... what? V fans do have a say. We we yeah. proved that collectively as a nation against the Super League, and we forced multi-billion-pound organisations to back down. And 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 without us, they're nothing. They know that, and we're we're just normal fans who want to go and we don't want to cause it. Yeah. Fuss. We're, that's what we're here for. You know? Yeah, I do. I do think. Um, you know, like I say, the club have got a, a balance, and and you know anyone. Hundred percent. They have they have to draw the line there, and they have to give the chance to, especially like oh, they, I I know that they've got a, a a pot for like overseas supporters that come. Um, you know, That's correct, yeah, a, you know that they come. I think they should have a pot for that for for if non loyalty point. Did you didn't like Sam say the capacity's been raised to thirty two thousand? Is that correct? I'm I'm not aware. Sam, I don't, Sam said they've reconfigured yeah. it to th so that should okay. be extra tickets in the pot for. People, you yeah. know, that. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think, I, I personally, like I see, I think scrapping the loyalty point system, especially after already advertising memberships and people haven't bought them in good faith to On keep the there. I mean, I, I, I question the legality of that, quite frankly, but um, I do think that, that they should keep the loyalty point system, but they should also give a chance to, to people. In other words, B, like what we talked about during the thing tonight, yeah. and even some of the members have said, it's just have a split so yeah. that they can give that opportunity quite rightly to – I mean, they want – the reason that young fans' uh, season tickets are, are so low is because they're the fans of the future they are going to bring their families. It's a completely understandable and sensible thing to do because you want to get them hooked – part yeah. of the brand and that experience and then their fans you know once you've got the bug and you've got your team you you stick with it don't you yeah. and that's it through thick and thin and with regards to wanting uh members of which they've got so many to everyone to have a chance to get a game for a ticket you can understand that but obviously you've got to balance that up with the fans that have got membership and got the points and stuff so if they split it I think most members would accept that as uh, an acceptable yeah. compromise, and hopefully that's the way they'll, they'll look at going. But it's absolutely brilliant that you, you you've been able to, you know, unofficially, officially, uh, from within yeah. the group, from what you tell us here on the channel tonight, and hopefully uh, that. I would have had hundreds of messages and emails and screenshots, you know, from a lot a lot of people. So it's only right that. You know, it's a human thing to do to review that because yeah. we are the people that are, are going to push them. You know, they want the 12th man. They want us to roar them on. 
to a great season. They need to have us on side. And for 70,000 quid, they were prepared to, you know, rock the boat. Well, they, they, I mean, let's face it, they rocked the boat with the Man United tickets and charged them the full price for, for the season ticket holders then. I mean, yeah. like, see, back then I, I was kicking off in the group. Don't even talk about Olympiacos tickets. Yeah. <laughs> That's what needs to be done. I mean, these are why these groups are here and it's why I, I think, you know, having a the, the fans' parliament was was way past and hopefully the supporters trust you've seen uh, how important those groups have been when the super league came in for the big six and it was the supporters trusts um that basically were going we're not having this even though it was that them that were going to benefit they could see the bigger picture and i think every fan could see and you to be able to go on and put across those views uh, and for the and for the from to take it on board is is a really good news and a really positive and i always i i always have utmost respect to anyone you know if you can say do you know what i've got that wrong yeah, i'll put my hand up in the air i've got you have i don't care who they are you have much. so much respect for that person because to be able to say i've made a mistake and go and be humble enough to do that is great leadership so imagine if if, if um, our leader of our country had the the balls to say, I think I've cocked up on this. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, well, you've got you've, you've got to say problem. that you've got to be you've got to be big enough to be able to it's not a weakness to say you've got something wrong. It's Pete, can I ask you just one more question? You know, we just heard from Sam. 1877 trust, the parliament got rubbish by a lot of people, a lot of fans, prominent people. 1877 trust, he's tried to clearly tell us that we're not the same, we're different. But it also seems that Wolves have launched their own focus groups. So how are you, you as a focus group member, going to be working with them? Because it's no good him having his own set of ideas and you having your own. You've got to work together. That's the only way it will work. Yeah, I think I will join the trust, definitely. But that's just because I'm, I'm a very involved person. I like to I like to be involved. I like to be hands-on. That's that's the whole reason I'm, I'm, I managed to get into the experience group in the first place. It's just because I've... I'm outspoken so you, and I'm you, like could, that. you could feed back to the trust the conversations you have in your group. I don't know if I'd go as a spokesperson for the match the experience group and, yeah. and like I say, even the structure and that's changing now that wolves are creating these focus groups. I mean, um previously it was just this group of people um yeah. that, that um that came on. together a few yeah. I don't know, about two or three years ago maybe. Um and we're changing that now so I, I think we're only ever going to be members for a year um, and then I have to reapply if I want to join another focus group um, and again it's not there's no guarantee that which I think is good I think we do need fresh air in there and, and you know it's, it's good for everything I do think like I say it's that's the club moving forward and um, you know find, finding you know, a lot of people have mentioned Laurie Dalrymple and we did lose him and he was someone who was clearly communicating on Twitter, on Facebook. And that's the thing, you know, I know Jeff said we don't always need to talk and we don't always need to say things, but that's where leadership comes from. Leadership comes from somebody just tweeting and saying, we've listened to you, we've got it wrong, watch this space, let's come up with a better system that benefits everybody, you know, and we don't have that anymore. Who, who talks to us? So maybe that's one thing we've got to stress to the club, that we do need some more clear fan engagement from a leader, not just the groups. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm hoping as, as well, um, although he couldn't be a thing today, Russell as uh, Russell Jones, um, he was obviously going to come on uh, this week, but he's had some uh, 
other issues that he's had to deal with um, away from the club, actually. Um, but hopefully, Russell will be joining us sometime next Russell, week. Russell, I mean, you've had experience of Russell, both of you have, you know, be a lot. He's, you know, he's, he's a good, he's a good yeah. bloke, an honest bloke, and he will listen. And yeah, he won't always agree, and he will push because he's, it, it is a business. But um, you can go back to him, and you can probably have words with him. But he won't. I don't think he's one that will hold it to heart and and then try and um, trash you the next time. He is a, a no. genuine bloke. So we have got no. good people at the club. You know, I you think specifically Russell, um, you know, I mean, he's a local lad. He's a he's a Wolves fanboy. He you know, is he's, a Wolves fan. Um, you know, he's he's definitely more one of us than than some of the other people in the management, which, um, mm. you know, like you know, no, the, I, found, I, th I think uh, he still has emotion with the club as well, um, despite obviously having which, a difficult which, job. Which is important. I think you need that within the uh, within the uh, the management team. I think it's really yeah. important. And I'm hoping. I mean, you know, let's face it. I'm. We're quite positive, generally. You look at what Fosen have done for the club and how far they've taken. They've done everything they said they're going to do. You know, you know that we're not going to agree with everything that they do. We're not going to understand. I know we haven't got time tonight to talk about transfers and other things that we were going to get into. And yeah, I always say, I think this got hijacked today with today's issue. Yeah, you, but you judge the transfer window as a whole. We have to judge yeah. it as a whole transfer window. And, you know, we have to wait and see what happens. It is a transition period for the club, both on and off the pitch, obviously, with the uh, the new coach and the new coaching team and all that type of thing. And we'll get we'll get stuck into into a lot of that. But as, as I say, Russell, I've always found to be quite approachable, a decent guy. And I'm sure all the rest are as well. And they've all got the best of intentions. But sometimes you get it wrong. And if you can say we got it wrong and we go back and relook at it and we come back, then that's a good sign that you're listening to your customers and uh, you've got to take a positive out of that, not a negative. So we'll wait to see what more that happens. V, can I just thank you uh, for coming on tonight and thanks to all of the uh, the callers that Brilliant. are taking the time to come on to the show and everyone that's, uh, that's contributed in the chat. Uh, and, of course, uh, my co-host, Manny, always forthright, and open and honest in your view. I really appreciate you coming on, V. Yeah, considering nobody, nobody ever saw me, you know, three years ago, and I'm a plastic fan, <laughs> and I've never been to League One, and, you know, all these comments I get, you know, carry on. But um, uh, it's good to see people engaging. <laughs> hey, lots and lots of pandemic. She's actually wearing the the colour of the new shirt, isn't she? Is that a lot of new? Yeah, oh, no. it's just regatta. <laughs> yeah, absolutely fantastic. It's been a great show. Uh, obviously, if you're um, you've been watching tonight, please, uh, you know, if you've enjoyed the content, please smash a like on the video. Uh, leave a comment in the description below uh, if you're watching it back on YouTube, so we can get your uh, interaction. On that, we'll post this out the link after the show onto Twitter. We will mention V if it's okay with you that you've uh, made an announcement that they're from the Match Day Experience Club that they are reviewing the situation, and we'll put the time and the minute where you've said that people can watch the whole of this back. And this will also be going out on the Always Walls podcast. Uh, we'll try and get that up as soon as possible. And the people who've been listening, just share because there's important messages today. You've heard from a sports trust chairman. And you've heard from V, who's spoken to the club and got a message off the club as well. So share it on your social media. Get it out to the fans and see what they think. Yeah, absolutely. Share it far and wide. And feel free to share the link on your uh, 
social as well, V and Sam, if you want, if you want, if you're still listening and anyone that's watching. It's been an absolutely great show. It's not been a negative. It's not been bash the club. It's honest opinion from genuine fans that are just wanted to come on. A lot of fans that generally wouldn't normally come on to a video that have spoken about it as well. Um, it's not just about bash the club. Um, and it's all what that's what this channel is all about. We're, we don't F and blind, you know, we, we, we try and put both sides across and we try and put reasoned arguments. And hopefully, in the end, I still live with my dad, um, uh, you know, at this tender young age of mine. And if I F and blind, I'll be a clip around my ear. <laughs> so, you know, it's a very, very positive channel. We try and keep it positive. We will debate in real terms, and this was an issue that needed raising. But we've got to try and, you know, look at the good things as well in life. We've had so much crap over the last 16 months and hopefully football's coming back and we're, we're there in a full crowd and, and anyone who wants a ticket will be able to get a ticket. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Fantastic show tonight. Um, and I hope you've all enjoyed it. And obviously, whether you're listening to it live tonight or you're watching it back or you're listening to it on the podcast, we do wish you all the best uh, wherever you are in the world, and we always we cannot wait to get back to Molyneux uh, on Freedom Day, that first match uh, against Tottenham. What a day that's going to be when we can get a full Molyneux back. It'll I'm be. I'm busy that day. I'm going to miss it, Dave. You are joking, me. I believe it. Bruno versus Nuno. I won't be there. Oh, that's that. I know what's the irony of that as well. <laughs> you just couldn't write it, could you? Because honestly. It, it, just frustrates me you know the saturday to sunday changes bring back saturday football 3 p.m you know oh god i'm not sure the premier league and sky will listen to this well show. put it on they've got about 14 channel sky of anyone hey, that's your next job right <laughs> i just need to hope they bring the flag weaving back for then uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. B, literally you've got oh here we go chris yeah, Humphries, got, can i have your seat manny you've got you've got <laughs> You've got a whole host of new recruits as well. Sam's done all right out of his little out of the trust, and you've got a whole uh, whole host of new flag wavers that want to get joined in as well. So you know, basically, apparently, according to ICT, you can take on Sky. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, and anyway, with that, leaves the show uh, with myself. Manny, all of the guests, and obviously V still on the screen. Thank you so much for listening. Please smash a like, please share, and uh, and we wish you all the best from myself and Manny and V. Always Wolves. Always Wolves. Well done. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.